Radio. The parable of the rich man and Lazarus is most relevant as we celebrate today Social Justice Sunday with the theme Lazarus in our doors. This parable is not a social commentary against material wealth nor the canonization of poverty. Otherwise, the rich will all go to hell while the poor will all go to heaven, which is not the case. In the reversal of social roles in the ends of the parable, the rich man was not condemned because of his wealth, nor Lazarus was rewarded because he was poor. In the context of the hospitality of God, how do we use our resources to make a difference in the lives of others, particularly the poor? We see the contrast between the rich man and Lazarus both when they were alive and after death. The rich man was dressed in fine linen and feasted every day, while Lazarus was covered with sores and begged for scraps falling from the rich man's table, with dogs licking his sores. After death, the rich man was buried and was tormented in hell, while Lazarus was carried to the bosom of Abraham. Now the rich man was the one begging Abraham for a little water from Lazarus and pleaded for his five brothers not to suffer the torments he was in. The parable did not say that the rich man defrauded anyone, nor his wealth was ill-gotten. Definitely, the rich man saw and knew Lazarus laying at his gate, but it was not mentioned that the rich man was mean to Lazarus. So what was the rich man's crime against Lazarus that he deserved to be punished with such horrendous fate in hell. He was punished not because he did something evil against Lazarus, but because he failed to do something good to him. We call it the sin of omission. In contrast to the parable last Sunday, the dishonest manager made use of his master's wealth to practice charity even though it was unlawful. The rich man kept everything unto himself and was forgetful about the needs of Lazarus. This parable is a reminder not just to the rich but to all of us who might be enjoying the status of our comfort zones and yet indifferent to the needs of the poor. We might not be doing evil against others, 
but we may not be doing good either. During Judgment Day, we will be judged not by the prayers we have said, nor the acts of piety we have practiced, but by the charity we have done or failed to do to others. Lord, when did we do this to you? As long as you did it to the least of my brethren, you did it unto me. Lord, when did we not do this to you? As long as you did not do this to the least of my brethren, you did not do it unto me. In Matthew chapter 25. I see this parable concretely in the current situation of my country, the Philippines. I see Lazarus as the Filipino lying in poverty while the rich man under the masks of senators, congressmen and government officials are feasting on the $250 million pork barrel scam. It scandalized the nation when these leaders whom we look up to and evil call them honorable are plundering the money that belongs to farmers, fishermen, and the poorest of the poor. Justice demands more than just the conviction of the criminals, but the full restitution of funds and awarding them to Lazarus of the Philippines. Whilst we believe in the justice of our country, we also hope that divine justice is served, not just in the afterlife, but in the here and now of the poor Filipino people. This parable speaks to any corrupt government in the world or institutions and individuals that capitalize on the poverty of its people. In this crime against humanity, the cry of justice by the poor will be the doom of the perpetrators. We have to recognize that Jesus is the Lazarus who gives us opportunities to be truly rich. Otherwise, we fail to encounter God in the many surprised divine visitations of our lives. The only things we can bring with us after we die are not those we keep unto ourselves, but rather those we have given away to the Lazarus in our doors. Radio.org.au